millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Baba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about the newest Marvel film, Eternals. Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this, actually. It was very anticipated for us, since we really like Chloe Zhao. So. Yeah, when I... I didn't even know that Chloe Zhao was directing. I, th- I think I did know, but like maybe because didn't we? Did we, did we see the, the 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 actors of Eternals when we were at Comic Con one year or something or no? No, they this was no, announced. That, that, that would have been two. This was announced like three years ago, and and I don't think we were at Hall H, but they they did like announce a bunch of things. Um, including Eternals, but I don't think any of the actors were there when we went. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, very excited that Chloe Zhao was directing this. Um, I didn't really know what it was going to be about, because uh, again, I just really haven't been watching trailers. I've been off my trailer game. Oh, um, man. I, thi- I think to my benefit, because I just go in not knowing what to expect, yeah. and mm-hmm. and I just... And I end up liking it or not liking it. So, you know, it's, it's I, I think, I think it works out for the best. And, you know, trailers, I don't know. I just have not been, have not been watching them. But so, I did, did watch, think? I did watch the new Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, that one's fun. <laughs> that one looks uh, real I had to heavy. watch that one. Yeah. I had to watch that one. But, but that's not true. I, I have seen the Eternals trailer while going to see movies at the movie theater. Right. So I guess that, uh-huh. that was a lie. There was, was only lie. like still had no idea what was happening. There's only like one trailer. Like it wasn't like there was a lot of variations or even like a lot of like scenes. It was pretty much just the yeah, same one. It really didn't tell you much. Um but yeah. So Eternals. I don't I don't even know where to start. We got so many characters oh, to work yeah. through. Oh my god. It's it's a really um ensemble kind of movie. Which I love those. Um, of course, I, I do think that Cersei is is more of the main character, uh, played by yeah, Gemma so Chan, um, mm-hmm. which I didn't really see coming, and I'm really excited that she was kind of the the forefront or the person who was basically the the audience in a way. Um, and I really love Gemma Chan. I don't know if you'll remember, but she was in an episode of Sherlock. Like all the way back in 2010. Um, she did was, she? Did she work? Did she work at the museum? Yeah, she was that museum with the tea uh, pouring ceremony thing. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh wow, I do remember. Oh man. Oh wow, that's surprising that I remember something. Right. Well, um, uh, you know, and also she's she's been in a bunch of stuff, but also that Mary Queen of Scots movie. She was Bess of Hardwick in that. 
Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think she's just a you know British actress that's been around for a while and now is uh, leading a really important Marvel film. And I hope that she's leading more films in the future. Um, and yeah, I, for sure. Yeah, and I really love Cersei. So that was like a fun aspect of this movie that I didn't really... I didn't know who I was going to connect to and who I was going to love. But I, I definitely loved her. And, um, you know, I loved uh, Lauren Ridloff as Makari. And I really love Barry Keegan as Druig, which we just saw him in The Green Knight. He's a, he's a great yes, actor. Yes, we did. We did. I think that might be the first time I'd seen him. Um, so he's it was really great to Dunkirk see him again. He's actually in Dunkirk as well. He's in Dunkirk. He's the kid. Oh, that's right. He gets killed Dunkirk. accidentally on the boat with Mark Rylance. Oh, no. Don't you remember? Oh, my God. No, <laughs> I don't remember that. That's so sad. Yeah, he, like, falls. Like, the, he, like, gets pushed or something and then hits his head and he dies. Oh, no, that okay. No, that that sounds familiar. That sounds really familiar. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of people in that movie too. So, but yeah, I I really loved all of these characters. Um, I really did like Cersei as well. I <laughs> I was I'm very much in love with Druig. Yeah, <laughs> he was, he's he was so such hot. A, he was such an asshole, but he was so hot. And just his like so much. Irish accent too. Like, oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> I died. Especially I really him did. and Makari's relationship as well. It was, and it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like instantaneous. Like, because you know, on TikTok, everyone was freaking out about Druig. They're like, they're like, oh, here I was thinking I was gonna, you know, freak out over Richard Madden right. and Kit yeah. Harrington and yeah. and and everyone. Um, but no, it was like, no, Druig, fucking my man, like so <laughs> so fucking hot. And then, yeah. and I was like, okay, I mean, may- maybe he'll be really good. And then, and then at the beginning, you know, I I wasn't feeling it. I was like, okay, whatever, this guy's a dick. And then. <laughs> And then, and then once he once he gets back to like um, gets back together with with Makari, I something something clicked. I was like, okay, okay, I see it. Yeah. He's real cute. <laughs> he's he's my favorite. Yeah. Um, and he he just was so cool. Like I liked his I liked his whole like no one should be fighting, and he wanted to yeah. like control all the humans, and he had that creepy. He had that creepy community that he had made that's yeah. supposed to be probably like, like a utopia, but everyone's basically like stuck there. Yeah. For, uh, like with and don't have don't have a choice to leave. Um, so that was really creepy. But I really liked that part. I really liked that about him that he just was he wanted everyone to be happy, but in a way he was not letting anyone be happy. Um, well, the so it's interesting because the structure of this movie I think is what is throwing people off. It's not like a traditional Marvel movie. It's got basically no, very it's different just kind of like a it's just a story about these people and of course there is like a bad guy in the end and everything but and like the whole like um giant celestial inside the middle of the planet thing that they have to stop but to to be honest most of it is is just what they do throughout history and their relationships with each other and their relationships with humans and just like all of those moments that we see uh, that shape human history. And and that was, like, so interesting to watch and seeing that, like, unfold and just the choices of places and, and events of history that they decided to show us. 
Yeah, my my roommate went and saw this um, by themselves and was telling me about it. And yeah, they weren't a, a huge fan of the of the um, flashbacks, which which the first one kind of caught me off guard. But once I got, but after that first one, and I started seeing more, it it was a very consistent pattern and mm-hmm. I immediately fell into it. And I was like, okay, this is good. Like, like I, the, the first one, yes, was a little, was a little abrupt, but, but once you kind of had the idea of how the story was going to be laid out, like it made sense and the back and the flashbacks were really important. So it's like, it all, it all tied into the story. And I thought it all fit really well together. Like just this perfect little puzzle. And yeah, it's so different from our normal, our normal, like Marvel movies. It felt almost like a Marvel movie, like, mixed with a sci-fi film. Yeah. Like, and I loved it just that. was... I loved that. I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah. It just... I didn't think I was going to like it as much, uh-huh. as much as I did, because, you know, I was hearing about all that stuff on, like, whatever. People... People turn it down, like, not liking it for whatever reason. And... And... But no, I liked this movie a lot. I really did. That's great. Like I thought it would yeah, sci-fi to the max. Because we're max. we're given all these characters, we're given all of these different people uh who we have to kind of figure out what their deal is and to the way it's written, you know, I think it was pretty successful at showing us just enough of everybody that we get an interest in them, you know. Um I would say some of them are a little bit more like fleshed out than others but it's kind of like you know it's interesting to see this group of people specifically i don't know like i'm just it's interesting like that how the way it fits in with marvel as a whole and where it's going in the future and how like these people are kind of going to become new avengers in a in a kind of way you know it's not well, yeah, really and that especially. Way, but... <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, this, this to me still feels very disconnected from yeah. from the timeline that that we're a part of. So maybe it'll take some time to kind of bring them back in, which is totally fine. I'm, I am totally down to watch this journey of how it eventually ties in. But yeah, even by the end of the film, it still kind of seems like they might just be doing their own thing for a bit, mm-hmm. um, like unless. Unless their their friends being missing will tie into something else that happened, like I don't really know, but I'm just I'm super excited to see and kind of going with what you're talking about, how like a, like we had a lot of characters that we're dealing with, and maybe not all of them got super fleshed out. Like maybe out of all of them, I would say maybe Sprite mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Kumail's um, character maybe got like the least amount of coverage, um, but. Um, I thought I thought Angelina did beautifully. Oh yeah, she was yeah. she was so good. Even, her yeah, and oh my um, god, uh, her and, Sef- and Gilgamesh and Fastus. Or no, yeah, Gilgamesh. sorry, not Fastus. Yeah, uh, yes, Gilgamesh. Yeah, yes. Oh my god, that was so. Her beautiful. and Gilgamesh were so cute. Um, Bill Skarsgård was in this. Yeah, he was the um, crow. Who's that? He was the bad, like the. When the thing gained, uh, what what are they called? The uh, oh, gain gained sentience. When the when the deviant, yeah, he was one of the deviants that could talk. Um, oh, which he's the like, one that kept stealing, stealing their powers. Yes, the one that, yeah, exactly. 
Um, and killing them, basically. And I think, like, him, we, you know, the whole, like, aspect that, like, they're kind of created by the same person to fight each other on a planet to, and like, enable the human race to grow in population so that it can die and, and birth the celestial. It's just such a crazy sci-fi concept that I'm just, like, so in love with this giant fact. Like, we just don't have anything this massive in anything else other than Thanos snapping half the population of the universe away, it didn't really, like, affect, like, the entire Earth as much. You know, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Really coming into contact with such a huge power that, like, we just, we just weren't even prepared for. Um, but, like, only these Eternals could handle. Yeah. Um, with their unimind. But- with their unimind. <laughs> yes, exactly. So silly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But um, like um standout performances, of course, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos, like you said, was honestly I mean, he gives he's such a good actor. We have talked about him so many times on this podcast. I was just really excited that they showed you know, somebody who is in a gay marriage with a son who actually loves the humans because he found somebody, like, he had given up on them, and then he, like, found love and, and has a family, and he wants to save it, and it's just so beautiful, you know? He's yeah, amazing. because his whole thing was, like, he's, he's like, an inventor, and yeah. he really wanted to, he really wanted to get the humans, like, off and rolling. He wanted them to have cars. He wanted them to have, he wanted to have all these great things that he could make for them, but you know, sometimes they caused um, destruction, like uh, Hiroshima. Um, yeah. That's, like, kind of how he was tied into history. He, like, I guess in this in this universe, he made the atomic bomb, basically, and that's what killed all those people, because um, it was put into the wrong hands, and it was used um, was used in a, in a bad way. Um, and, and, yeah, and then watching him develop was just was so great yeah and then him him finding his husband Mm -hmm. and having a kid was just was so great and he was so funny like this this cast had such great chemistry Uh yes like oh my god i was so jealous of their chemistry it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) they just were all so good together i just won oh my god i love them all like i just i love them all so much my captain picard like oh my god as Ajax, she oh my gosh was so yes. great, and I really didn't see her death coming so soon in the in the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, yeah, was... I, I I don't know when you caught on to Richard Madden oh. being being a creep, but I I pretty much caught on to it when when, when they got to the Amazon when they went when they went to find Druig. Oh, I was like okay. I was like he's I was like he's he's being weird like. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what he did or, like, just, just some kind of how he was acting. I don't know. Richard Madden did a really good job being, like, the ultimate, basically becoming the the bad guy along with, um, um, what's his name? Her- Hersham or something? Hersham? Her- oh, Hersham. The, the Her- Her- Hersham. Yeah. The big, the big right? guy in the sky. The celestial. The big celestial. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hersham. It was Hersham. Uh, but... I kind mm-hmm. of was a little bit, you know, Richard Madden's character from the very beginning was to me like a bit of a sketchy dude, mostly because him and Cersei like were clearly in love. And even we saw that in the beginning before they even like saw each other again. 
And then mm-hmm. he like showed up and he and he's like, I just came to check on you because of the earthquake that happened. And it's like, you didn't check up on her when anything else happened. So why the fuck are you checking up on her right now? Like, it just didn't really. Mm. It just like to me is like such a specific thing to say. Like, he doesn't say why he came back. And she's like, why did you leave? It just was a little bit like, OK, I was skeptical of him. Mm. Then when they found they found Selma Hayek's character on the ground i was like something something's up like he knows something that he's not saying so i didn't really think he was going to be bad but he also like was not fully bad like he was just he was just following orders i mean he (laughs) like he he believed in what the celestials were doing like Mm -hmm. he'd followed them um like loyally for for all those millennia and and he just he truly thought he was doing the right thing like he thought that that the that the rest of the eternals were kind of betraying um what they were supposed to do so well, yeah so yeah he was kind of like a i guess maybe like a morally gray sort of well, he was like icarus um, he flew too close to the sun and then he flew yes, into the I sun did. at the end. I mean, I, oh my god, yep. Jesus! <laughs> I heard. Yes, I yes, I, g- I gathered that. <laughs> I gathered that. Got it. I think we got. It. I think we knew it was going to happen to him based he, on his name. I mean, I I was not I was not uh, familiar with Icarus's story, um, but but once I kind of heard that, at the, I was like, that sounds familiar. Okay, it must. Okay, that's something. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I get it now. Yep. <laughs> like. So I did not see that coming. Um, I thought it was a little dramatic, but yeah. <laughs> it was very dramatic. But like, so works dramatic. for Mitch, Richard Madden. He plays such dramatic people all the time. Like they're always like, and he cries like no one else. Like he's so good at crying. Oh, he was such a good crier. Oh my god, oh, man. He even cried in oh, Cinderella. Do you man. remember when he cried in Cinderella? Okay, this guy. No, I don't. Yeah. I've actually really wanted to watch Cinderella. You gotta rewatch it, like, so we can, you know, just watch Lily James again, I guess. But oh he, gosh, he... I just, oh, I, I have such a, I have such a, a, a like dislike yep, relationship yep. with her. I, oh, I know, I know. Same, like, same, same. I'm just like, is she a good actress or is she just in bad stuff? Like, she's like, or is she a bad? Things. I don't know. She's, you know what? I'll just. I'll just say right now, like, I'll, t- I'll talk about this on topics, but she's one of those actors who will just pick everything and anything, and then eventually some of those things will be really good. That's that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> mm, okay. I believe it. I believe it. Um, but also, like, the fact that all these people had cool names that you could see how they were, like, built throughout history. In the credits, we got some, like pictures of the different people throughout history and all the paintings in the world and uh i really like that i thought it was really interesting that they all had their different um powers and things that they were good at and their awesome fucking costumes i mean it it just they're really neat and his costumes (laughs) are so good yeah yeah i think somebody famous did their costumes um it was um to do oh no sammy sheldon who also did um ex machina he for vendetta Mm. ant-man like she does a lot of stuff but these they're fun okay 
Yeah, they're really good. I, I liked how they all looked, you know, very different. Like they weren't just like all wearing the same uniform. Um, and I liked how they all like they're like they have all those circles with like shapes on them like that kind of tie them all together. But they all look so different. Like I like how um, Thena's was yes. more like armor looking. Yeah. Um, and just and I loved her. I I oh my gosh, I loved Angelina's whole like just get up. She just <laughs> yeah. had like this like gold white like oh. just like silver like goddess very, goddess just goddess color palette oh my god <laughs> and and just oh my goodness and she wasn't and really I like loved, the main and i love the fight scenes i thought they were choreographed oh, yeah. like really well i i've noticed that with some um my, marvel's usually pretty good at it it's usually like other action films that kind of like it's it's hard to watch what's happening because they're like either moving too quickly mm-hmm. or it's just these these felt very calculated and very well like filmed and like laid out to where you could actually see the punches happening, see the flips happening, see the moves actually being being done. Like not just making it the, just this huge motion blur and like something super cool happened, just believe us. Right. Like Yeah. It like something got cool did actually happen because I actually fucking saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. I think it was pretty good. Um some of the some of the Thena moves, like jumping over those giant um, deviants, were a little bit eh. But um, mm. you know, I half expected at the end because the volcano blew up, and then I thought to myself, "Well, if this was a real Nexus event, where's Loki and Sylvie?" <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was, Maybe. I was I turned to Danny and said that and he was like, Oh gosh. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, no, they they must have missed this one. I'm sure there's tons of Nexus Nexus events that they just they just happened over this well, one. Well like, this oh, one was the, do the next this one. This one was the what was supposed to happen because this is the the sacred timeline. So it wasn't a real Nexus event because everybody didn't get exploded. It was fine. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Which, it was neat that, like, the different powers that everybody had, like, it seemed like Cersei's powers were kind of useless. I mean, they weren't useless, but they weren't good at fighting the Deviants. And then so you were like, well, then why is she, you know, able to change things? Like, there has to be a reason. And at the end, she used her power to change the Celestial into stone. Um with the help of everybody yeah, else. Yeah, because her powers were, like, very elemental. Like, yeah. she could, you know, turn water into air or turn, some, like, something solid into sand or, you know, something into petals. Like, she even at one point turned something into just, like, live birds. So, at first, when she turned Sprite human, I was a little, I was a little like, what? Like, you yeah, turn her, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, your powers make the most sense because you could turn, turn something into literally a living thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, so... Once I once I kind of talked myself through that, I was like, okay, okay, this is fine. <laughs> this is fine. You can, right. you can be human. <laughs> and Sprite was, it's like, fine. so spiteful that she even, like, turned against them at the end because she wanted to be a human so badly. She just didn't want to have this. She didn't want to be a little person anymore. She didn't want to be, like, a adolescent child for their entire yeah, existence. Sprite's- Sprite was a little complex, like, maybe maybe she could have been handled a little bit better, but yeah, pretty much the only things I kind of got from her was that, yeah, she didn't like 
her human form or like her her android form because she looked like a child and she couldn't do anything. Yeah. And and that she was in love with Icarus, Richard Madden's character, yeah. which I I didn't I didn't grasp that until they told me. Right. Like, they're no, just me like neither. you love him, don't you? And I'm like, um okay, what? sure. Have whatever. You, have you seen and Richard <laughs> Madden's face? Are we all in love I with mean, him? I mean, obviously everyone's in love with him, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I like Sprite in the beginning, but once they're like, you're in love with him, aren't you? I'm like, what? I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And yeah. then I just... And I don't know. And by that time, I only had eyes for Druig, so... Right, I mean, of <laughs> course. Yeah. I I love the... Again, like, this movie is so diverse, and it really is, you know, the most diverse cast and crew of, like, any of the Marvel films that we've had so far. So A plus to that Completely. because, you know, we definitely need more of this and, and it didn't, you know, it, every character had their purpose and it was wonderful. I love seeing um, a deaf character in this again, like we're seeing a lot of deaf people in movies these days and watching um, more sign language and things and I love it. Like I definitely am really excited that this is kind of like a trend and I can hope it continues. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. 100%. I want to see more. And this actress, the actress who played Makari, she was so good. Yeah. Like, I just, I I loved watching her. Like, her her and Druig were my two favorite Eternals, by far. Um, And they're just, like, I loved her whole fight scene with, with Richard Madden um, when when she thought that he had killed Druig. And yeah. she was just, like, attacking him. And oh, she was yeah. so cool. She could move really fast. Um. Oh my god! Like she, she is, like oh screamed. She's so beautiful. Oh my god! She was like so scared. Yeah, it was. That was such a, you know, lovers kind of moment. So I loved that. Yeah, and I kept seeing that meme. <laughs> kept seeing that meme online where it was like, Chloe, Chloe Zhao, you, you know what you did, it, and it was Pride like, and <laughs> it's Pride and Prejudice. It's Yeah, I saw. <laughs> Oh. Where Liz- Lizzie's looking back at, at at William Darcy coming up towards her in the fog, yeah. and it's and it's and it's Macari looking back, and Druig's walking toward her in the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just and putting their heads so, together. And... So fucking magical. I know. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I mean, I actually saw that they kind of developed that while they were filming because the actors had such oh. good chemistry. That they didn't actually know that that was something that they wanted to do until they basically yeah. were just flirting the entire time. And then Chloe was like, maybe we should do something with this. Oh, I love that. I'm happy they did because it just felt so natural. Like, I was like, oh, these two. These two are so beautiful. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Um, also, Gemma Chan was talking about how she was really excited that there was a sex scene between her and Icarus and it was actually like the only sex scene we've ever seen in a Marvel movie, and it was like short and, yeah, and sweet so. and everything. But it was just was like kind of amazing that we even have something like that in a Marvel movie, and just showing like a pure love between people, um, and like exploring. Yeah, because there's always been like subtle hints yeah. that things had happened, but you never actually saw like skin to skin contact like that. Like, yeah. and that was that was awesome. Like, that was really great. Yeah, definitely fan. Please, more sex in, in Marvel, please. 
<laughs> I'm a fan of that, please. More sex. <laughs> please, we're, we're a fan of these, 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 this and this. Please do it more. Um, I am sad that, like, we don't get any more of uh, Salma Hayek because she died. But it was like... Oh, yeah. She was yeah. such a cool character. And Salma Hayek herself said that she was... She cried when she put her suit on for the first time because just, like... She never thought she would be able to play somebody like Ajak, who has so much authority as a yeah. person, like a woman of color, having this amazing costume and being the leader of a group of people. It was really great. That's so cute. I know. It's so freaking adorable. They're just... I'm obsessed with them. Did you also see that picture of Richard Madison, Richard Madden and Gemma Chan with uh, our secret extra special guest at the end credits scene um the the picture yeah so there's a picture of i'm just gonna say i was not spoiled to, to who was at the end of the movie um right at the beginning of the credits it mm -mm, was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my favorite harry styles yep harry styles i i knew I knew he was going to be there, so I was I was looking forward to it. Um, I didn't know. I literally lasted like a whole week and a half with this movie being out without me seeing anything online that he was in this movie. And I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I might have to tr figure out how to how to not get spoiled in the future. <laughs> it's hard, <laughs> you know. That I if yeah, I had looked really on another like a they put a BuzzFeed article about it. Like, I read the other day, and I was like, if I had seen this before I saw the movie, I would have been very upset. But I was not spoiled for it, and I it was good. I was very excited about it. Um, and he's Yeah, I mean, I was fine with it. I was fine with it because, you know, I... I I like and respect Harry Styles, but like I'm not like a not like a crazy Uber fan. So I, you know, it was just it was just a fun, like a fun thing. So that was fine. But if 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 something happens like in in, in future movies that I probably would want to experience it for the first time while I'm in the theater, then then yeah. But this was fine. <laughs> well, I am a fan of Harry Styles, as you know. I know you are. I just really like With his good music. reason. He's a great guy. Yeah, like, he's so great. Everyone loves him, and he deserves to be loved. So, <laughs> it, you know, the I was so excited that I turned to Danny, and I was like, "The only other person that I'd be more excited for showing up at the end of this movie is Timothy Chalamet." Like, I swear to God, like there, it's him. Ooh, and the, just you wait, Alessandra. Tim, oh, Timothy will have his day. I know he will. Like, I know he, he will. will get his ass in the MCU. Everybody's getting their ass in the MCU. That's just it's inevitable. They're they're gonna go on forever, so it's gonna happen eventually. But um, yeah, you know who knows what it's gonna be. I was just really excited, and apparently, like he does play Thanos' brother, and he he's kind of like the god of love in a way so just like a very sexual being <laughs> and um, which totally makes sense oh my god it's <laughs> just you know danny once told me he like he was talking to he watched the watermelon sugar youtube or the watermelon sugar um video and danny turns to me and he goes this guy fucks <laughs> <laughs> sure does he sure he does, sure does. Um, sure so we haven't talked about Kumail and his uh, 
chauffeur or whatever, his like personal assistant, Karun, which I thought was a great addition as well to this movie. Yeah, I really liked them as a team. Um, I loved Kumail's like <laughs> like acting career. Mm-hmm. How he's just been alive for so long and he's just like, This is my great great grandfather yeah. and this is not my great grandfather. <laughs> this is all him. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Because, yeah, when when the when the scene started and he was, you know, when they went to go pick him up, um what was his character's name? It's Kingo. Um Kingo, yeah. When they went to go pick him up, and and like the Bollywood scene started, I was like watching it, and I was like, "Is this, is this Bollywood?" And then, yeah, it's Bollywood. And then it was, I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, I loved it so much. He was, he was so funny, um, and 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 I've I've been attracted to Kumail since since the big sick. Yeah. He was so good in that, yeah, me too. and he just was so he was such a stud oh. and he still i mean they still is yeah um i love him dearly um so it was it was really great to see him in this uh and you know he was funny but not like not like over the top because like even though this movie had some funny moments mm-hmm. i'm glad it wasn't like you know constantly making making jokes and not taking itself too. i like that this movie t- kind of took itself seriously it was very um, very different and it tell. actually did a really great job yeah 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 really earnest and a lot of different um, languages spoken as well, which was fun. Yeah. And we yeah, also definitely. get the fact that Kit Harrington is going to be the Black Knight, um, which is the, I guess, he's kind of like a B-plus character in Marvel, but, you know, now Kit Harrington's going to be playing him, so... Something fun's gonna come out of that. Probably gonna get some kind of movie from him. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure how many like they've really covered all their all their most. I don't want to say most popular, but like their their biggest superheroes yeah. in all these movies going forward. So they really got to start digging into the archives and bring out some of the more obscure ones. Um, so I know nothing about Black Knight, so that'll be interesting. And the 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 voice at the end of the movie, I guess, is um, Mahershala. Mm-hmm. Um, as Blade. As Blade, which Sweet. so excited for that. <laughs> um, yeah. I kind of want to watch the old Blade as we well. We should. We <laughs> definitely should. watch the new Blade. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Oh, my God. He was in that episode of What We Do in the Shadows. His name starts with a W. Oh, Oh dang it! Uh, why? Oh my god! Oh my god! I, no. I gotta look it up. It's no, killing me. I'm so sorry, everybody. I, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Starts with a W. Wait, Wade? No, it's no. like. Let's see. Wesley Will, Snipes. Will, Wesley Snipes. Wesley. <laughs> I was really. Wesley. I was like, I'm not gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. We don't have time for this. We cannot end this episode. <laughs> without saying Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Because, uh, yeah, the voice, I was, I, because I, I, like, it sounded so familiar. I was, I was like, who is that? And then, at first I thought it was, um, it sounded like the guy, um, at the end of, at the end of Loki, the, um, the, the yeah, uh, no, it does. The Watcher. I thought it was the Watcher as well, 
which is yeah it sounded like the watcher but both i mean both the watchers like the watcher at the end of loki and then also the watcher in what if like it kind of sounded like that actor yes um the guy from westworld yes uh he's (laughs) such a good actor too he's also in um the french dispatch it's uh and he was in that one episode of Indiana jones chronicles he was in two actually (laughs) or three yes um as sydney boucher Yes, as Sydney Bush, I I do not know his I do not know his name off top of my Ugh. top of my head. It's, oh my god, again! Like I know his name. I just I just ran seventeen miles, and my brain is like, no, I don't want you to think right now. God dang it! Brain says no. I'm looking it up. Okay, look it up. Let me see. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. I knew it was another W. I knew it was something with a W. oh boy yeah i'm just so beat right now i feel like i myself have lived on earth for seven thousand years right now i'm so tired oh man you've you've definitely ran long enough to have been on this planet for that i don't know what i'm trying to say okay well let's 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 continue on here any other lasting comments or should we go into the uh the uh, plot keywords and uh, and the meta. Oh, I was gonna say I am really happy, like weirdly, that Angelina Jolie was not like the main character of this movie. That she was kind of just like a side character, part of the ensemble, which I thought was very interesting because she might have been the highest paid actor in this whole movie, and she doesn't really have that big of a role, in, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little worried about about her character kind of like overpowering everyone's just just because of just a big name that she is. Um but but no, I thought I thought um her character was so good. She acted so great. Um and uh I mean and I mean she's a professional. Of course she acted great. She's she's Angelina fucking Jolie. I know. Everybody like, is so great. The acting is so great in this movie. <laughs> It's so good. Chloe like, Zhao knows so, how to get it out of her actors, so man. She really does. <laughs> That's why she she's does. a really good this, director. <laughs> and this and this was good. I'm so sad that it that it got such a low rating. Yeah. Not not like such a, but you know, lower than lower than what I think it deserves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, what are the uh, plot keywords here we have superhero marvel comics marvel cinematic universe marvel entertainment gay what wow i love that wow. gays in there but everything else that could be uh, that could be any of the marvel movies <laughs> yeah. superhero marvel comics gay gay i love it gay gay, gay. Yes. As your sisters used to um, say. There there are 550... Yes, my sisters... Your gay sisters used to <laughs> say gay, like, my all gay the time. My gay sisters used to say that a lot. Um, oh, gosh. What the heck is this? Um, okay. Sorry, my IMDb page is doing some, some like, weird animation stuff in the background. Um, there are 553 other plot keywords... Um, oh. so it's, it's it That's is more lot. than just, <laughs> oh my God, than just superhero Marvel comics and gay. Some movies, but, we um, don't get any plot keywords and there are 500 in <laughs> this one. 
we're, we're lucky if we even get one on the IMDb <laughs> uh, main page. Um, but yeah, sure. All right. Yeah. Superhero, Marvel comic, gay. Fine. That's Eternals right there. Okay. This got a 52 meta score with 20 positives, 37 mixed reviews, and five negative reviews. Damn. The highest one I got was an 88. So it didn't Damn. didn't do awesome among the critics here. I mean, there's some decent green ones in here, like LA Times, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. All the ones that matter are, are in the green. Um, all the ones that matter. <laughs> no, that's not true. I mean, BBC is like in the middle. I'll just read the BBC one. Eternals is okay. more serious in tone and more deliberate in its pacing than the average Marvel movie with less of the usual banter and no cameo appearances by other superheroes. But if you're looking for the humanity and originality of Zhao's other films, you won't find much of it here. So I think they didn't like it compared to Zhao's other movies. Well, okay, because this is a Marvel film, (laughs) all right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I know I like to compare, I like to compare and contrast people's movies. But I think it's cool that she branched out and did, like, a superhero sci-fi film. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm salty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. I want to read one of the low ones, yes. obviously, yeah. but I don't know which one I want to read. Um, I guess I'll do the 30. Yeah. The, the lowest is a 25, but I'll do the 30 because it kind of has a bit more to it. Um, there's an urge to excuse the director and blame the studio, arguing that Zhao just didn't fit into the strictures of the MCU, yet that doesn't explain how weak the script she co-wrote is or why it's so insufferably long or why it almost completely fails to tackle its own core conceits of blind loyalty of the perils of immortality um, or rebellion against faith. Mm. Wow. I think he was looking for something more particular in this movie. I guess he was. But well, he does bring up all those themes, and they are themes of the movie. Um, they're not like heavily explored, but no, but but they're they're there. I, I think they were there enough. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Uh, maybe and then, we'll read um, one of the, the green ones up here. One of the nicer ones. Yeah, we should definitely probably maybe do the the top one, the eighty-eight. Okay. You want to read that one? Uh, sure. The Observer gave it an 88. Zhao keeps these far-reaching propositions grounded through the laser-like focus of her vision and the precision of the images dreamed up by her and veteran MCU lensman Ben Davis. For once in a movie like this, ocean waves and cloudscapes carry as much weight as the ultra-choreographed battles between intergalactic interlopers. (laughs) Wow, there's a lot of uh, fun words in that one. Yeah, I'm surprised I was able to read it. Laser-like, precision, (laughs) like, it's just... Interlopers. Intergalactic interlopers. Intergalactic (laughs) interlopers. That's exactly what they are. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay, which one did you like? Um, that, yeah, that was, that was it, so. Okay. All right. Well, I wish we had more to say about this movie, but we really liked it, so it's really hard to talk about something that we really liked, which we've we've come to uh, 
we've come to understand. One thing I do want to talk about, um, and, and I think it was interesting, uh, my roommate also brought up that they didn't really like the, the not like, but they didn't find the deviant that kind of gained sentience to be mm-hmm. particularly necessary mm-hmm. in the film. Yeah. Which... I, I kind of agree. I thought maybe that could have been explored a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. maybe he could have actually helped in the fight at the end. Like, maybe when he discovered that maybe they were trying to fight Richard Madden and, and fight the Celestials and not kill the Deviants. If they're not all bad. Right. But, like, I mean, it, it makes sense that he was gaining sentience because, basically, these, these Eternals were androids that were given that were given a mind and a thought process. So he was he was absorbing that. So of course he was he was gaining a conscience, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, just, I just wanted to, to discuss that a little bit. Like, yeah, I agree like, with you. I, I, yeah. I don't know how he could have been used. There's like, also the idea that the like it, the Celestials made the Eternals, but like they made like Cersei's like they make these characters have emotions and have um, compassion. For the people that they're supposed to kill in the end. It's just kind of yeah. like, why make them this way? If they're supposed to, like, blindly follow you. Yeah, you why know? give them these emotions if if you don't want them to fight back? Because in the end, it kind of seems like they're going to now try to venture out and find other Eternals that are that are currently doing this to other planets and try to get them to stop. Yeah. Um, but then... Um, um, the big celestial guy. What's his name? Er, er, Ursh. Erisham. Erisham. Goodness. (laughs) Um, so he, I I was like a little confused about that at the end. So he, he, he let earth go. Um, yeah, but he's, but he's like holding a judgment Mm -hmm. of earth. So he'll be back in however long. Yeah. To, to judge him and see if they were worth, worth keeping alive um but he also took the eternals away like i don't know it's it's like they somehow they got like separated in the end like three of them were were here and then three of them were like were like why didn't they contact us so i guess we needed to find out what happened i guess it is like whatever serves the story i think Mm -hmm. you know Hmm. doesn't really make a lot of sense until they figure it out <laughs> Doesn't make sense until it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> more to look forward to. Druig, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Love him. Hot stuff. Barry Keegan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess that that is it for Eternals. Um. If you enjoyed this episode. Please let us know, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We're also on Amazon Music and Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By the Popcorn, Instagram, at All By the Popcorn Podcast, Facebook, All By the Popcorn Podcast, like and follow our page. Um, if you also want to email us, say hello. Uh, you can email us at All By the Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we have a TikTok. If you want to search All By The Popcorn Podcast and find our logo, you can follow us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a YouTube channel. <clears throat> Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. And please check out our merch. Um, and uh, that's it. 
Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.